Welcome to Friends on Air, a podcast presented to you by the Friendship Circle of Pittsburgh. On this podcast, our teen hosts discuss real life with real people. We hope to inspire others by sharing stories of individuals and pairs of friends who have dealt with mental health challenges or just the ups and downs of life and discussing what brought them healing and inner peace. In these episodes, we also talk about the role that friendship and connection plays in a person's emotional well-being. Subscribe to this podcast to be a part of our Friends on Air family. Friends on Air! Welcome to Friends on Air, a podcast presented to you by the Friendship Circle of Pittsburgh. On this podcast, our teen hosts discuss real life with real people. We hope to inspire others by sharing stories of individuals and pairs of friends who have dealt with mental health challenges or just the ups and downs of life and discussing what brought them healing and inner peace. In these episodes, we also talk about the role that friendship and connection plays in a person's emotional well-being. Subscribe to this podcast to be a part of our Friends on Air family. Friends on Air! presented to you by the Friendship Circle of Pittsburgh. Welcome to our first ever podcast. Within this podcast, our teen hosts discuss real life with real people. Each month, we invite individuals to share their stories of struggle, healing, and the role that friendship and connection plays in their lives. Our hope is that during this segment, you feel seen, understood, or inspired in some way. In today's episode, we are going to be talking about who we are, what we do, and everything that you can expect from this podcast. So I'm going to start by introducing myself. Hi, everyone. I'm Ayala. I am 20 years old, and I'm the Teen Member Engagement and Partnerships Coordinator at the Friendship Circle. I like to think of myself as just the honorary friend, though. Today, I'm here with Ali, our Wellness Coordinator and Mental Health Professional, as well as our incredible Teen Host Committee, who I'm going to introduce you all to in just a minute. Um, All of us here are a part of the Friendship Circle of Pittsburgh, which is a community-based organization that brings people together of diverse abilities and interests. And at Friendship Circle, we believe that all people have the same needs. Those needs include belonging, friendship, fun, opportunities to grow, the ability to contribute. And the Friendship Circle of Pittsburgh is devoted to addressing those needs in an accessible environment that provides any and all necessary supports to bring out the best in all of us. In more recent times, we realized that in order to be able to show up as a good friend for others, we need to show up for ourselves first. For us, that meant it was time to start addressing mental health and emotional wellness within our organization in all different aspects. As our teens here will explain in just a minute, our hope is that this podcast will help address these needs and continue a super important conversation within our community. I'm now going to introduce Ali. Ali, say hi, tell us who you are, what you do. And we're so excited to meet you. Certainly. My name is Allie Weekly. I'm a wellness coordinator at the Friendship Circle. So I have a background in psychology and clinical mental health counseling. And like this podcast, I'm really interested in helping individuals live their healthiest life possible. So that means you have a life filled with meaning and purpose. Uh, To me and to the friendship circle, being healthy means that you're taking the time to take care of yourself, to stay connected socially, and most importantly, to remain a friend to yourself and others. 
So primarily, I'm going to be available on this podcast to clarify, offer resources, and importantly, talk about some heavy stuff that may come up. So I'm mostly here to provide support to the teen hosts, encouraging their wellness, their self-care tools that they bring up, and I'm here to provide support as they share their stories and their struggles. So in every episode, we're going to be discussing how these topics and stories relate to the larger goal of Friendship Circle's mission. So that is inclusion and being a good friend. I am so happy to be here. Awesome. Thank you, Allie. Now, our teens are the core of our organization, and this project is really theirs. They led every step of this project, from logo design to content and everything in between. Typically, they'll be the hosts of each episode, but today we get to hear a bit about who they are and why they're passionate about this project. So here we go. Let's get into it. Let's hear your names, ages, and a fun fact about yourself. Ursula, let's start with you. Hi, uh, my name is Ursula. I'm 17 years old, and a fun fact is I love traveling. My name is Talia. I am 17 years old and I love football. My name is Chaya. Um, I'm 17 years old and I love going on adventures in nature. My name is Abby. I'm 16 and my favorite ice cream flavor is gold medal ribbon from Baskin Robbins. My name is Katie. I'm 18 years old and I'm left-handed and I have a dog named Rocky. Aww. My <laughs> name's Annie. I'm 17 years old and I'm on my school's ultimate frisbee. Hi, my name is Madison. I'm 18 years old, and I have a Canadian citizenship. Hi, my name is Carly. I'm 18 years old, and I have four dogs. Hi, my name is Emily. I'm 16 years old, and I was born in Texas. I'm so excited for our listeners to get to know you all a little better over the next bunch of episodes. And now we have a nice jar here with fun speed questions. And during each episode, at the beginning, we're going to ask our guests some quick, fun questions. So today... We're going to ask you guys, <laughs> what is your favorite breakfast food? We'll go around the table. Carly, let's go. My favorite breakfast food is berries. My favorite breakfast food definitely has to be a breakfast sandwich on a bagel. Ooh. Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> that sounds really good. My favorite breakfast food is hollow French toast. Yeah. Um, <laughs> My favorite breakfast food is pancakes. Um, my favorite breakfast food are the hotcakes from Pamela's. <laughs> my favorite breakfast food is probably waffles. Um, my favorite be- breakfast food is like potatoes, like seasoned potatoes. Yeah, hash browns. Hash browns. Yeah, sounds nice. Uh, let's hear from you, Talia. My favorite <laughs> breakfast food is probably French toast yeah. or some sort of burrito. Mm. Breakfast Ooh, burrito. Breakfast burrito. burrito. Are really yeah. good. Do you like French toast sticks or like a whole French toast? They're so mm-hmm. good. Yeah. Ursula, how about you? What's your favorite breakfast food? Um, personally, my favorite breakfast food is the chorizo hash from Pamela's. I think I would die for it, <laughs> <laughs> and I have all the time. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. Yeah. I think I'm gonna go have lunch after this. So now we're gonna get into it. What is this podcast? Talia and Chaya, let's start with you. Tell us, what are the goals of this podcast? Um, So we hope to inspire others by sharing stories of individuals and pairs of friends who have dealt with mental health challenges um, or just the ups and downs of life and discussing what brought them healing and peace of mind. Also, we want to make a podcast that you can go to for insight, understanding, and advice on mental health and life in general. Awesome. And Ursula, who can listeners expect to hear from on this podcast? 
Um, people can expect to hear from us, us being the teen crew and other members from the Friendship Circle. Uh, sometimes we'll even be joined by notable speakers, so make sure to tune in for that. Annie and Emily, tell us what can listeners expect to hear on each episode? On each episode, our listeners can expect to hear from Friendship Circle friends and staff talking about our mental health experiences and tips. We'll also be talking about the role that friendship and connection plays in a person's emotional well-being. Awesome. Carly, how often can listeners tune in to hear our new episodes? Once a month, our listeners can tune in to Friends On Air. Yes. And Madison and Abby, what do we hope that listeners take away from each podcast? We hope that listeners will walk away with a better understanding of the role that connection truly plays in one's emotional well-being. This is something we are constantly reminded of at the Friendship Circle. Friendship is necessary to lead a healthy, well-supported life, and everyone is deserving of these connections. We also hope that listeners will take away a stronger sense of the importance of how to care for yourself and others through the lens of both friendship and mental health. With all that being said, let's set some overall standards and expectations. So Katie, what are our podcast norms? So our podcast norms include that we must recognize that in this space, we respect each person no matter what. In this space, we listen to one another and learn from each other. In this space, we give empathy, compassion, and support. In this space, everyone has something to bring to the table. In this space, we honor each individual story and experience. And I feel like those are so important to just set down so that when people come and listen, they know exactly what they're coming to. We, just like Katie said, we respect every person's opinion. We respect every person's story. And you can always feel safe in this space. So just like we talked about, a lot of this podcast is around the topic of, of mental health and emotional well-being and so I want to ask all of you host committee teens here why are you passionate about mental health and or how do mental health struggles affect your life Abby let's start with you I'm passionate about mental health because I have realized really over COVID just how important it is to take care of your mental health and treat it as being just as important if not more as your physical health Having a strong, healthy mindset and good mental health is something that everyone deserves, yet not everyone has access to the resources that they might need to get there. Supporting myself and the others around me who need help in this journey is something that I've been doing a lot in these past two years, and I'm really excited to continue into the future to make sure that everyone has the resources that they need. That's awesome. Katie, how about you? Well, I'm passionate about mental health because it's something that many of my friends and others who are close to me struggle with. And I think that it's extremely important for everyone who's struggling to be able to reach out to someone for help. And I believe that therapy and other vital mental health resources should be easily accessible. Annie, tell us what you think. Um, I'm passionate about mental health because it's something that affects all of us. And it's important to talk about its impacts and how we can help each other. I've seen many people struggle with their mental health and having these types of conversations is important to break the stigma and create a community where people can be supported, heard, and loved. Madison, what do you think? I'm passionate about mental health because, as Annie just said, it's really, truly something that impacts all of us in some way or another. Especially since the initial quarantine in March of 2020, I've seen so many of my friends struggle with their mental health. And it's so important that our generation continues to have these kinds of conversations to promote the idea that, as cliche as it may sound, it really is okay to not be okay all the time. And you can and should reach out for help when you're struggling. It is in no way a sign of weakness. And I would even argue that it takes an even more immense amount of strength and courage to get yourself the support that you need. I so agree with that point, Madison. Carly, why are you passionate? 
I am passionate about mental health. As Katie said, um, many of my friends and people that are close to me have had a lot of struggles pertaining to mental health. Um, The best thing I can do, I feel like, to make sure others don't feel alone is that I make sure that I'm there to listen and offer up advice when I can. Um, I personally struggle with anxiety, and it often affects my school and at-home life or even at sports. Um, I often find myself struggling in school the most. I try to support others because we are all in this together. Thank you for sharing that personal experience of your own because I feel like a lot of the teens at Friendship Circle and in general will be able to relate to that. So thank you. Emily, what do you think? I've been passionate about mental health for a long time. Um, Because when I was younger, I actually lost someone to their battle with mental health. And Mm -hmm. so as I've grown up, I've tried to learn a lot about it, try to educate myself about how it affects people. And it's even affected me in my personal life. Um, I've struggled with my mental health. And I just want to be able to help other people and provide that support and let people know that, as Madison said, like it's okay to have struggles and it's okay to not be doing great all the time. And also just make let people know that they're not – in any way, shape, or form, like, crazy or weird for struggling. And I think it's even more important to hear it from people like you who dealt with it themselves or had family members struggle because that just, like, proves all the more so how important the conversation is. You know, this it, these are real people that we're talking about that we want to impact that have been impacted. And so hopefully our listeners will be able to gain a lot of insight and wisdom from all of your experiences and personal stories. How about you, Ursula? Um, I think I'm really passionate about mental health because so many of my friends struggle with mental illness. And I know that a huge portion of our generation deals with mental challenges. So it's just like something that's very present in everyone's life, especially in times like these. Um, Mental health is such like a big overarching topic and it's really hard to break down. And that's why this podcast is so important. I think that, you know, people can listen on how they can have a positive impact and promote healthy healing and recovery. I agree. I think that this topic in general is so prevalent, especially post-pandemic. Yeah. It's something that I think more people than ever can relate to or at least become more comfortable talking about because they really do sense that so many people are dealing with the same thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and obviously each person's experience is unique. But in a way, coming out of this time where so many of us were isolated and in quarantine for so long and away from our friends and kind of getting stuck at home and all of that in a way it kind of allows us to create this greater conversation with a larger community of people who can be there for each other so exactly that and I think hopefully that's what this podcast will bring yeah it's interesting because like you're normalizing I think the podcast has started to normalize like talking about emotions in a way that you know it hasn't been in the past. I think like that's very important. Exactly. In a way that's natural. And even it doesn't always need to be um, like serious and um, heavy. Like, although these things can become that, I think it's also good to talk about in a setting where we can be light and enjoy each other's presence and um, just learn from each other and hear Mm -hmm. from each other. Mm -hmm. Awesome. Talia, how about you? What do you think? 
I think it's really important to discuss mental health because it's something that everyone at some point in their life may struggle with. And even though it is so common, a lot of times we, myself included, tend to convince ourselves that we are alone and the only ones experiencing this. So hopefully by talking about it, destigmatizing it on this podcast, people will feel more comfortable reaching out when they need help and Maybe they can learn new ways that will help keep your mind healthy in general. Yes, incredible. And I completely agree with what you're saying. I think that that's the goal. We want to destigmatize. We want to make this conversation easier and more frequent and less of a big deal. You know, this is something that every single human being has. Everyone has mental health. And it's so important to recognize that. It's not that scary to say that it's you not have scary. a cold. Exactly. It's not scary to say that you have a cold. <laughs> and in the same way, it's not scary to say. Well, that, you know, maybe in COVID times. But it shouldn't be scary to but, say yeah. I'm having a bad day emotionally. You know, yeah. I need to take a break. I need to take a nap. I need to take a walk, whatever yeah. it is. Um, Tali, you brought up a really good point. Um, I know you said like, you tend to convince yourself that we're alone. And I know even in speaking of like mental illnesses, like your brain is not functioning the way it typically would. So with depression, anxiety, you know, it, it feeds you lies and it's just not accurate. So the more you're reaching out to people and you're seeing, hey, like other people are struggling too and they're getting help. Like I'm not alone. Like it's not just me out here kind of like I have this extra person. I have this extra support or I might just go get therapy because this is not like a normal thought that my brain's telling me. Like I think that's so important. And a lot of times, the times that you need friends and you need family are the times where you convince yourself that you don't have that support, even mm-hmm. though it's not true. Right. It just mm-hmm. that's kind of what you convince yourself, even though that, like, when you see that happening, that's when you, that's when you need that support system. And that almost is part of the mental health struggle as well, is your brain telling you, like, you're alone in this when, and that's hard to fight. It's hard to fight the, those thoughts. Um So that's also on here. I think that's a message that we want to share. Like you aren't alone. You really aren't. Chaya, tell us, why are you passionate about mental health? I'm passionate about mental health because I feel it is something that everyone can understand and relate to. Um, I think that it's not only for those who are currently struggling, but also um, for those who might feel more content because it's mental health is it's about your brain and like feeling comfortable. I think you're brain is what leads your body and leads your emotions. So at the end of the day, I think it's one of the most important things and it's nothing negative, but I think because of the stigma around it, it can spring up negative emotions in people or maybe like a defense mechanism, but it is something like really normal, just like we take care of our physical health and we feed our bodies and we try to eat healthier. We try to exercise. Um, That's, it's pretty much the exact same thing just for our minds. And I think it's, really really important and yeah I think that's such an important point because when people start mentioning mental health it's like oh this is like a topic that we need to like delve into and discuss and it's so you know different but at the end of the day like it's part of our health it's part of our overall health and just like we need to drink water and go to sleep on time and eat healthy food we need to tend to our mental health like it's not rocket science it's pretty straightforward we just need to be paying more attention and caring more about our minds, just like we care about our bodies. This was, I feel like, a really good intro to the type of insight that we'll hear from guests in the future on 
this podcast. And at the closing of each podcast, we're going to hear from our speakers' favorite quote or a piece of advice that they were given. So today, I want to hear from all of you. We're going to hear from our teens. What is your favorite quote or and what is the best piece of advice that you were given? Let's start with Chaya. Okay. I don't know what the best piece of advice I've been given is like off the top of my head, but a really great piece of advice is to make your bed every morning. And That's I, so good. I, it's like kind of a strange thing. I don't know. Uh, I heard some speakers talk about it and like say that this was one of his biggest ways to success and I thought it was like kind of strange so I wanted to try it and I did and I was like wow I actually feel so much happier and, and more productive I feel like things are more in order and um it just it does make a really big difference to my day so yeah I think making your bed in the morning it's kind of like starting off starting off well starting yeah starting off, off intentional yeah and like exactly like I'm getting purpose. out of my bed and I'm making it now I can't touch it too I can't go back in my bed because once it's made like if someone sits on it I'm it makes me mad I'm like no you're ruining it that's such a good point that was a great piece of advice I'm gonna take that into my own life and Abby what about you one of my favorite quotes is the only way to have a friend is to be one which is what I'm often thinking about when I'm at friendship circle events or even just at school. The fact that friendship is really a two-way street and we have to understand this in order to have those meaningful connections. That's great. And I feel like here at Friendship Circle, that's literally what we're all about. I mean, that's what you said. And it's so true. Um, and something we should all live by. And Katie, how about you? So um, the best advice slash quote that I've ever received was actually at a Friendship Circle online event I think sometime during the pandemic but it just really stuck with me and it's something like I have it um I have a sticky note of it like above my desk and I never took it down but it just says like opportunities are found within the problems so Ooh, yeah that just really one. stuck with me that's like yeah. such a mindset shift yeah instead of getting stuck in problems and letting it take you down it's like mm -hmm. you're what only being you? given this struggle and this yeah. problem because it's yeah. an opportunity to grow Totally. That literally would like change a person's life around because suddenly you see all the negative quote stumbling blocks or mm -hmm. issues as literally like a, a stepping stool to yeah. like progress success. and success. Mm -hmm. That's so cool. Love that. Annie, how about you? The best advice I've been given is to live in the moment and try to not worry about what has happened in the past or what will happen in the future. So you can really only control the now. And I've tried to use it to be more present and mindful in everything I do and just, like, be focused on what's in front of me and not worry about everything else. That's such a good one and such a hard one, for me at least. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like, that's, like, my ideal way of living is just to be present, but it's a struggle. It's a real struggle. Yeah, but that's a goal, and that's an incredible piece of advice. Um, Madison, how about you? Um, so mine was definitely like right at the beginning of my junior year of high school, um, like when the whole like college process was starting. Um, an advisor kind of like in that context with like the college process said that um, comparison is really like the thief of all joy. And like since that moment, it's just like really stuck with me. I'm not sure mm -hmm. why, but I really tried to do what's best for me since then. And, you know, like it's true that like when you're looking at other people and like not keeping your eyes on your own paper, like those feelings like positive feelings that come with like feeling accomplished and feeling like um you know like you reach those like personal achievements and then like looking around you and being like 
oh, well, this person is doing this better than I can ever do anything else. And it just like kind of takes away from everything. So trying to. And that fits in so well with mental health, I feel like, because it's so easy to look at somebody else's life or their successes and like wish that that was you or like wish that you could have done those things. Well, at the end of the day, we don't actually know what goes on um, within that person. And it could be that at the end of the day, we really want to just be ourselves. Also, I feel like high school specifically is like the epitome of this because it's so easy, especially with college stuff to be comparing yourself to others when, and sometimes it's hard to recognize that like that's that person's life and this is mine. Um, And really they're not compare. They're not comparable, um, but it is so easy to compare. So I think that's also very relatable and a great piece of advice that all of us can take in. Um, Carly, What's your best piece of advice? So my advice kind of is similar to what Mastin was saying. For me, hearing that, like, my English teacher was talking to us, and we were talking about how, like, life doesn't always feel like it has a purpose, but that's almost the beauty of it because you get to create your own passions and your purpose and, like, the freedom that you have within that to do what's best for you and what you want out of life and what makes you happy, I think, was really important. Yeah. So just to focus on like your own journey and your story and building that. um, That's so great. And Emily, how about you? Um, The best piece of advice I've ever received was from my mom. And she said that you got to give yourself a break every now and then. Um, Because I struggle with that, just like cutting myself a break, taking time for myself to relax or just to recuperate. I always just feel like I have to be go, go, like doing something. But she said that it's okay and it's necessary to cut yourself some slack every now and then. And the world functions in a way that's like, come to this, come to that, you know, get the best grades, Mm -hmm. keep going to school, keep doing this, keep doing that. So it's like hard in a world that glorifies busyness exactly to just take a deep breath and be like, actually the right thing (laughs) is to sleep (laughs) or actually the right thing is maybe even to like take a vacation, which it like feels wrong, but it shouldn't feel wrong. You need to take those breaks. I agree with your mom. She's smart. (laughs) And I need to also tell myself that all the time. Everyone does. I feel like at some point we get so involved with, I need to finish this report and make it the best that it can be. When, I mean, we obviously do have to put effort into schoolwork, but sometimes it's like maybe it will be better in the long run for your schooling to take a nap. I don't know. Exactly. And it's something that I'm, I'm still working on, but I think it's really helped my mindset a lot. Yeah. That's a great piece of advice. Ursula, how about you? On my phone in the notes app, I keep kind of a record of all like the profound quotes I encounter, uh, especially when I'm reading something. So my favorite is he that breaks a thing to find out what it is has left the path of wisdom. And that's said by Gandalf in Lord of the Rings. But I also have this app on my phone called Motivation. I highly recommend it. Um, And you can create a widget on your home screen. And then it'll have like inspirational quotes that change every now and then. And so, for example, the one right now says, friendship isn't about who you've known the longest. It's about who walked into your life, said I'm here for you and proved it. That's so impactful and exactly what we're about here at Friendship Circle. It's showing up for people. You know, it's not just a casual like, oh, like, hey, what's your name? Mm -hmm. We're friends. It's like meaningful and full of purpose and proving that you care. Um, That's a great one and something to think about all the time. 
Talia, what do you think? What is a piece of advice that you were given or your favorite quote? Let's hear. Um, I have a lot of favorites, but my current favorite piece of advice is kind of something that helps when you're stressed out, where you write everything that you're worried about down on a paper, and then you cross out all the things that you can't control and all the things that are left, the things that you can control, you start working on them. And so I really enjoy that because I feel like it kind of breaks down when you are stressed out. It's hard to have like little steps to follow to break out of that stress. But through this kind of tactic, you get to small little more manageable steps where you can, accomplish things yeah that's awesome I love that really and I think it's also it makes it makes the whole scenario and all the stressful things that you're going through so much less overwhelming because first of all it's on paper and second it's you can see straight out like what is in your hands and what's not and once you see that I feel like that takes hopefully takes some of the stress away um because you realize at the end of the day there are only so many things that you can control and just tackle those things one at a time. So I love that. I need to take that into my own life. Inspired me too. <laughs> I don't do this. I just like the advice. <laughs> I try. <laughs> Ali, what is your favorite quote? I want to hear. Okay, so I actually got this favorite quote from I'm trying this new habit. So at least like three to four times a week, I'm meditating in the morning for like five minutes. And I feel like I can give it five minutes even wait while I wait for like my coffee to cool or something. But this was from a meditation and I really loved it. It is my uniqueness is where I make a difference in a way that others can't. I'm grateful others make a difference for me in their unique way that I can't. Ooh, that's amazing. And something to bring into every day because there are so many people you encounter and so many opportunities we each have to like make a difference and to make an impact. And at least for me, sometimes I feel like, oh, I'm doing what everyone else is doing or um, I can contribute the way that everyone else can contribute. But really, like we have our own, we each have our own individual uniqueness that is special to us and we can make our own unique impact and we can um, make our own unique differences. And just like you said, in other people as well, when we're interacting with others to realize their the way that I interact with them is not going to be the same as anybody else. And like to cherish those moments. Um, I think that's awesome. So all of us know here at friendship circle, our core mission is to be a good friend. So I want to hear what does friendship mean to you and how has friendship and connection with others played a role in your lives and your journeys so far? Let's start with Katie. Okay. So this is a difficult question for me because friendship means so much. And um, I think mainly, though, it means to be there for someone else. And what I've learned is that it requires sacrificing time and putting in a lot of effort. Mm -hmm. And um, I feel like part of being a good friend is making sure that you're okay first so that you can give you can give some of yourself to the other person and um, like remain stable and happy. A hundred percent. And it's like, sometimes it's like a difficult um, thing to navigate because Mm -hmm. like you said, like you need to give in order to be a friend, but at Mm -hmm. the same time, you need to know when I need to first give to myself. Exactly. So spot on. Um, Annie, how about you? To me, friendship means always having someone that you can rely on no matter what, and you can really be your true self around. 
Um, I think they support you and help you be help you to become the best version of yourself. And I also definitely agree with Katie. It's not always easy to like find the balance of how much you can give to the friendship and like how much you can take out. But those connections are really important to just grow and become who you're meant to be. Yes. How about you, Madison? Um, to me, a friend is someone who's always there, even through like all those petty arguments and big life changes and life milestones. Um, and kind of like Katie and Annie both said, like it's a person who like fully reciprocates, um, like that desire to like sustain a friendship and a relationship, um, and who will accept me exactly as I am, but at the same time, kind of like challenge me and my like thinking and just like general ways, I guess. Yeah, hundred percent. How about you, Carly? I really agree with Madison. A friend to me is someone who pushes me to be a better person, but also joins me on the journey in doing so. Um, My friendships have always been there to guide me to make more positive decisions and have supported me in my endeavors in doing so. And I just think that really related to what Madison was saying because she was talking about someone like reciprocating her desire um, and sustaining like a friendship. And I think that like, it's important for your friends to be there and involved in your life just as much as like you're involved in theirs. Yeah, totally. Emily, what do you think? Um, I think that friendship is about being there for each other through the good times and even the not so good times. And also I think that friendship is supposed to help both people grow to be better people. And like Carla was saying, to push each other to be the best version of yourself you can be. Yeah. Totally. Ursula, how about you? Um, I took a little bit more of like a scientific approach to this question. (laughs) So in psychology, they say when you reach a certain age, parents stop being the biggest influences on you and it becomes who you choose to surround yourself with. So if you choose to surround yourself with true, genuine friends, they do make you a better, happier person. And knowing that, I know I would not be the same person I am today without my amazing friends and I owe them so much. That's such a good food for thought. Like, to realize that everyone that you've surrounded yourself with until now has mm-hmm. first of all made you who you are, but also that you've hopefully made such a good choice in the people <laughs> that you surround yourself with. Um, and also I hope that I think the part of the friendship circle mission is to have that environment accessible to people, to have a place where people can come gain good friends, be a good friend um, and be part of just like a friendship community. Mm-hmm. which I think really touches on that. And it's so true. Talia, let's hear from you. Um, so I think that friendship and connections with ourselves as well as others um, is so important, especially for our mental health and just having that support and the authentic connection between someone could mean the world. Yeah, um, I agree. Yeah, I like that you said with yourself too, because I think a lot of people don't think to check in like with themselves on a daily basis because being a good friend to yourself might change day to day like what your needs are Mm. yeah that's true and to be a better friend for others you also need to be a better friend to yourself because right absolutely 100 percent. hi what do you think um i think friendship for me is also like super important i really like value connection and like deep relationships with people um, and I also like love having conversations with people and doing things like this also is like really fun for me because um, it adds to like I like to talk to people um, and I think that having someone who listens and having someone who uh, will also talk to you and like being an open space that they feel comfortable um, 
with light in, I guess. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I also think that in general, um, that's uh, friendship and like connection is part of what helps us feel our best and feel happy um, and feel fulfilled. And I also like studies, there are studies that show that good friendships, it's like a key in, well, happiness, but also better health and longer life and lower stress levels. So yeah, it's like really important. And I'm so not surprised by that because at the end of the day, like connections and friendships is what makes us feel purpose. It like gives us, I mean, we should be, um, not that we should be relying on others or dependent on others, but at the same time, like we are here to be giving and getting and making those connections and being there for one another while of course still being there for ourselves. So I feel like it is like a basic human necessity to have friendships and to have connections. Yeah. And I feel like also a really important part of friendship is like a friend who like makes you happy when you walk away, you're like, Oh, like I had so much fun or like, someone that like makes you feel good about yourself opposed to like a friend who like you leave and you're like, Oh, like I wish this about myself or like they mm-hmm. said this or like, I didn't want to like, do that. With yeah. Them like, and then you're just sad. And I think that like, that's how you know how, like which friends to keep by you is the ones that like you leave with something just as much as like they took. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it should be a positive feeling. It should never yeah. be like, oh, that person took all of that energy away from me and yeah. I received nothing back or yeah. that person mistreated me and I let it slide by, you know? Yeah. Abby, how about you? What do you think? I definitely agree with that point, Carly. And um, what Katie was saying before about making sure that your cup is full so that mm-hmm. you can then give part of yourself to others. I really think if a connection is valuable, your cup will be filled and you will be sharing from your cup at the same time. Mm-hmm. I agree. That's yeah, and that's really like if if you're giving more, if you're if that's not balanced, then that is a toxic relationship. <laughs> it should be balanced. Yes. yes. Yeah. And I really think that friendship is one of the most beautiful parts of life and definitely important for not only physical well being, but related back again to mental health. Um I would not be the same person I am today without the connections that I have made along the way. Um, And really (laughs) shaped me into who I am. That sounds cheesy, but it's it's honestly true. true. And just someone who's there to push me and love and cry with me and laugh with me. It's just so important. And everyone deserves somebody like that. And that relationship is crucial and should be cherished. Yeah, a hundred percent. And I've I was recently listening to a podcast by Brene Brown on vulnerability, and I really took it to heart when it came to what she was saying about friendships and connections. Which is kind of like you're saying. Imagine, well, going off of what you're saying, like imagine we could express that to our friends and to our parents and to our siblings. Like tell them these things, like how much friendship means to us, how much we value. Um, what they give, how much we value having them by our side, how important they are to us. So at least for me, I feel like that's always something that I can improve in is to like tell those friends, tell those people how really verbally say how much they mean to me. Because sometimes in the moment, we get like so nervous to like, show people that we care about them which is so ridiculous because like we need to cherish. just like we're all we all agree we need to cherish those people in our lives but sometimes it's so hard to verbally say it so yeah that's something that I I work on at least 
I find it like really easy to even like if you don't always want to verbally say it like you can write them a little note or like I like to bring my friends cookies or like things like that a lot and just like make like I want to like make them feel important and be like today's like your day kind of thing and I think that like it's really important to remember to do like little things for your friends so that like they know that you care even if it's just like a call like yeah it could be a very small gesture just have you seen those soul pancake videos on youtube Mm -hmm. yeah they have people write a letter to a person that they care about even if it's a family member or somebody who is no longer with us just somebody who's had a really big impact on their life and then they call them and tell them and they've seen that person's happiness spike more and the person who is receiving it oh, wow. just shows like, Yeah, I've done that, that before. Yeah. It's like, it's such a weird feeling because like you're like sad, like but also happy. <laughs> yeah. It's like emotional. Uh-huh. And I, I feel like that's the perfect way to close this conversation also because that's lit- I mean, at least for me and my experience with Friendship Circle, that is what Friendship Circle is. Mm-hmm. It's like being able to give and be a friend to another person and care about a person and build that connection and walk away feeling so happy, like just great. And I'm not saying that every day everyone's happy, you know, cause that's an unrealistic expectation. But I think that being in a place where friendship and connection is like the whole point, mm-hmm. um, just brings so much purpose and feelings of just contentment. And like Abby said, like you, the person walks away with, like their happiness spiked more than the person receiving it. And at least for myself, I feel like that's what I get here at Friendship Circle. Thank you guys so much for sharing with us today. We're excited to, or I'm excited to have you guys here hosting our podcast and to all of our listeners. These are the people that you'll be hearing from every month. Um, You'll probably hear from one or two of them on each podcast, but you'll get to know them a little better. Thank you all so much for joining us today. We hope that you will continue to grow with us as we share inspirational mental health stories and resources in our future episodes. If you'd like to hear more stories and episodes like this, subscribe to the podcast. Wishing you well, and thanks for being a part of our friendship family. Signing off from Friends on Air. Bye, everyone.